Last year, the UK government published its report, Childhood Obesity, A Plan for Action. A new analysis on bmj.com takes the government to task about the inadequacy of that response. I'm Duncan Jarvis, Multimedia Editor for the BMJ, and I'm joined on the line now by Nina Modi, Professor of Neonatal Medicine and President of the Royal College of Paediatrics and Child Health. Well, Nina, first up, thank you very much for taking time to talk to us uh, today. Now, it seems um, fair to say that you and your co-authors are underwhelmed um, by the strategy um, and that a skimpy 10 pages to tackle a really complex multifactorial problem. I would say that seems somewhat justified. Um, what's actually in, made it into the final draft of the strategy? We are, you're absolutely um, right, uh, Duncan. We are uh, underwhelmed, but I, I guess it's even more important to say that we're really very disappointed because the original um, version of the report had been some five times longer and uh, was much, much more detailed, much more comprehensive. And really, this plan is distinguished by what's missing rather than what um, is included. And I guess what's included can be summarized as saying voluntary actions by industry, by um, consumers themselves, in other words, the public themselves, and also by schools. Now, we know from decades of experience that um, voluntary action, good and important though that may be, has just not been sufficient to stop the epidemic of obesity escalating. Mm. Um, well, you say that then it's more characterized by what's missing. What disappeared between the... Um, 50-page draft and and what made it into the final version? Well, the, the, the main thing that was missing, and again, this is a, this is a really strange um, omission, is the fact that uh, between the period when the UK government announced their very, very laudable intention of having a major strategy to tackle childhood obesity and the final publication of this uh, rather weak plan, the World Health Organization Commission on Ending Childhood Obesity, known as ECHO, produced their report. Now, the, the ECHO report was built on months and months of painstaking review of the available evidence in relation to the causes and the um, methods of tackling obesity. And yet, uh, and, and the UK government would have known about this, and they would have known too that the World Health Organization was highly likely to be calling on member states to develop an implementation plan to put into place the recommendations of the ECHO report, the Ending Childhood Obesity Report. So it was really rather like shooting oneself in the foot because not only had someone else done all the work and uh, um, uh, synthesized all of the evidence and summarized this all in a series of recommendations, but it was also an opportunity for the UK to say, hey, you know, we're ahead of the game globally. We've already taken steps to start and implement these, these, um, these recommendations. So it was, it was, I now have to say that not only was it disappointing, but it was also surprising at what was missing in the report. Do you have any inkling of why the, all that went missing? Well, it would be absolute speculation on my part, and I, you know, I'm a scientist. I don't like to indulge in speculation, but I could, as a scientist, um, 
pose a few hypotheses, if that would be helpful. Yes, um, I could, for example, hypothesize that it may be that government was um, distracted overly by, for example, Brexit, which clearly is, is, is giving them an enormous amount of, of work. It could be that they were also rather um, persuaded by industry who wish to have always wished to see the emphasis put on voluntary action and, of course, have resisted um, regulation. And in, in this context, I have to congratulate the government for at least holding firm to their um, uh, uh, the sugar levy, the sugar tax, as it's, as it's popularly known. I think that was one very, very good thing that did make it through to the end. Um, I mean, you've touched on it there, and I think what underlines a lot of uh, what you've talked about in, in your analysis is responsibility. And um, as you say, there there is a lot in there about, you know, accountability deals with industry, with to talk about empowering parents to uh, tackle their child's obesity. Um, but that's not very joined up. Where do you think the responsibility should actually lie? Well, if I may, I would I would phrase that question. Sorry, it's a bit cheeky of me, but I would phrase that question slight, slightly differently and take a step back, um, if I might, for a moment, because I think the other key um, factor that was missing from the the plan is a recognition of the multifactorial nature of the causes of obesity. So there will be no silver bullet to deal with the no simple solutions, um, but also the fact that obesity, um, to a very large extent, has its origins in very early development. And by early development, I mean the periconceptional period, the intrauterine period before a baby is born, and then in, in infancy. And much of what we've seen um, by way of interventions in the UK and indeed around the world has been focused on identifying and then trying to manage established obesity. Now, I'm not for a moment suggesting that we shouldn't do that, but I'm saying that doing that alone is very definitely insufficient. And what I would have liked to have seen in the government's plan is a recognition of the early developmental origins of a large component of obesity, first and foremost, and secondly, the very complex multifactorial nature, which requires um, a multi-pronged intervention. Um, and then, if I may, to come to your issue about responsibility, well, clearly, all of us in society have responsibility, but that is a rather superficial and um, overly simplistic way of saying who's actually going to be held accountable for the fact that um, the, the, the prevalence of obesity in childhood is, is rising at the moment, not falling. Um, and because of the complexity of the interventions that need to take place, I'm afraid that has to rest with government. No one body is sufficiently, um, is sufficiently uh, enabled or powerful enough to actually bring together all of the strands that are necessary. Just to pick up on your point there about um, you know the very early origins of childhood and therefore adult obesity, um, do you have a, an impression of how that could be tackled? Is there anyone that's um, engaging with that? Is the WHO in their report have they uh, set out some ways in which in which that could be um, 
tackled? Yes, so there are there are there are a num- there's a, there's a lot of activity in this in this arena because it's a very very important um, research area to to understand exactly um, how exposure to um, aberrant environments in early life lead further down the line to being at greater risk of obesity. And there are all sorts of possible contributors, and indeed there probably are multiple contributors. So it may be exposure to an obesogenic environment in utero, in the womb, before a baby is born, um, the sort of environment that a baby born to a mother with with um, diabetes or a mother who's particularly obese. Uh, it may then be about uh, training the, the tastes of an infant so that they actually do like a wide range of tastes and flavors. They do appreciate fruit and vegetable, and their taste buds haven't been entrained to a high-fat, high-salt, high-sugar diet, which is probably what's happening to large numbers of our children today. What can we do to tackle it? Well, we certainly need far more research to understand both the biological determinants but also the interventions that work. So we need to understand um, which possible candidate interventions work. And then we need to understand how we might implement the things that we know are likely to work. Because, of course, you can take a horse to water, but you know that doesn't necessarily mean um, you can get him to drink. So it's about how do we, it's about understanding how best to implement um, interventions that we know are likely to be effective. Who should we be targeting? Well, first, we need to break a cycle. This is not a linear trajectory. This is a cyclical trajectory with obese mothers giving birth to children who are more likely to be obese themselves and so fueling this vicious downward spiral. So we need to break that circle. And the best point at breaking it would seem to be in infancy, childhood, and young adult life. In other words, young people who are of parenting age who are about to get pregnant, who are thinking of having families. It's about um, really targeting them and empowering them. And there is a lot of work, good work that's being done in, in, um, in that regard. Um, what you're talking about there obviously is a very long-term um, plan. It, it would need to be generational, which uh, governments don't tend to be very enthusiastic about. Um, and you call for a kind of supranational um, global alliance to to try and actually start tackling this. Um, how do you think that would look? Well, uh, the, the reason we've called for that is because it, this is a global problem and there seems little reason for us e- each in our own individual countries to be reinventing wheels. And it seems that therefore there are some concordances, some alliances, some collaborations some joint messaging that we could be delivering to governments around the world. So uh, we, how, how might it look? Well, it might look uh, rather like an alliance of um, multi-sectoral organizations, individuals coming together to produce, uh, for example, a series of really top priority research recommendations, uh, really top priorities for implementation, um, and common messages um, across education, across healthcare, ag- across g- actions by government, across requirements from industry, and across responsibilities for the public. And um, and finally, uh, given uh, I, you know, I think that you rightly identified 
Brexit, um, perhaps what's going on in the US now, uh, things like that are, um, it seems like government's focus is, is elsewhere. Do you feel optimistic about this? I feel that if if the the public, the scientific educational communities can actually come together as I think they've shown they may well be able to do, then perhaps we can uh, make sure that some of these messages reach government. Uh, government has always got everything to do and too, too much to do. We can help. And I, I would like, if I have a message for government, it is to say we really don't want to be here waving a stick. Um, I think government has recognized clearly that there is a problem because of the fact that they have put forward a plan. Um, and my plea to them would be, let us help you. Uh, we're all in this together. We might as well all help each other out. But, uh, and, we, and we appreciate that government can't do everything. There aren't enough hours in the day. So let us help. But we really do need to do something effective about tackling this problem. Great. Nina Modi, uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Duncan. You've been listening to Nina Modi discuss her analysis article, Time for the UK to Commit to Tackling Childhood Obesity, now available on bmj.com. Thanks for listening.